Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. Welcome back, listeners, to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. This is Sarah Robichaud, Director of Administration, and I'm thrilled that you are here with us today, wherever you are in the world. We are here to globally empower military spouses with resources and support, enabling them to overcome adversity, grow their confidence, and to not only survive, but to thrive in this military life. This is show number 1002 of the longest-running podcast of its kind, and I am joined today by fellow team member Amanda Bignes, our Mission Mill Spouse Director of Empowerment. Thank you, Sarah. Hello, everyone. It's truly a privilege to bring you resources and support through this podcast, and today is no exception. To kick things off, we'll share some of our top resources to help you navigate this wild ride. Then, in just a bit, we'll hear from our Executive Director, Dr. Sharita Knobloch, as she chats with Christine Heinrichs, AFI 2023, Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam Spouse of the Year, and host of the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. Let's get started. Fun fact, did you know that Mission Mill Spouse is entirely powered by volunteers and the generosity of our partners? That's right, Sarah. As a 501c3 organization, both individuals and businesses can support us in our mission, and we would love it if you chose to join us. Check out our website, missionmillspouse.org, to donate or email partner at missionmillspouse.org for more in-depth details on our extensive partnership deliverables. Just a reminder, all donations are tax deductible and go completely towards supporting our military spouse community. Thank you. And before we dive in to today's resources, I would love to chat about the latest happenings in your household, Sarah. How are things going for you? Oh, we are kind of rolling along into our new school year routine. My kids are finally back to school. And while I love the summer and I love the family time, I also love having six hours a day of peace and quiet to myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has been a joyful week in the Robichaud household. Um, and I guess I really have loved watching them go back to school this year because last year we had moved in about two weeks before school started. And so we were brand new and fresh and knew no one. And it was all kind of a blur. And this year, uh, I dropped off my third grader and she took off to be with her friends without so much as a wave, which, you know, I love. I'm so proud of her and her ability to make friends and to adjust. And then my kindergartner was still a little shy and giving me, you know, all these extra hugs and kisses to delay saying goodbye, which I also love um, because it was really sweet. But um, yeah, so we're sort of working through that routine and I'm on my own for that. My husband has been TDY overseas for a couple of weeks and he should be homebound soonish. Um, so I've kind of been riding the struggle bus personally to get my kids through this, but we're all sort of getting there. And, you know, when he comes home, I will be uh, more than happy to have backup for um, that after school craziness that my kids bring home. Um, how about you? How are things going in your neck of the woods? 
Uh, actually, really similar, um, except my husband is is deployed. So, um, of course, Murphy has just like really been hard <laughs> on, on me. Um, for those of you that, you know, follow me on um, Instagram or Facebook, you all know. But for those of you that don't, uh, my basement here in Colorado has flooded three times in two months oh. this summer. Uh, so that's just been so hectic, especially you know, doing it kind of on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, my daughter though, she just started kindergarten and, um, she surprisingly is handling it a lot better, uh, than I thought she would. Uh, So I'm just, I'm so excited though, that, um, she's really stepping out of her shell. Um, and I'm like, Oh, this is great. Like that's that military, um, kid resilience, you know, that they've got. Um, and then of course I still have my, my son home with me and yeah, I'm just kind of in survival mode a little bit. Uh, and that's why I'm just so excited for uh, this week's episode. I'm ready to just, you know, kind of get a better mindset feel more empowered for sure. Um, Cause it has just been, you know, back to school crazy and deployment crazy all at one time. So <laughs> yes, I feel like we need to have like a bat signal, like for the spouses <laughs> that are solo parenting and we can just send up like an M for Murphy or just like an SOS into the sky so that all the other male spouses can just kind of descend on you and give you that village that you need to help you through what I'm sure is a really hard season. Yes, I love the idea of a bad signal. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to just put like a giant M on my roof. Somebody help me because Murphy is being really, really mean. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, it's been so fun to catch up with you, Sarah. Um, And let's move on to this week's resource recon and chat a little about care packages. Absolutely. If you have been around the military for a while, I can bet that you have sent a care package or two to a loved one. Sending mail to our service members while they are away for training or deployment is a great way to support them and show them some love while you are physically apart. If you are new to the military or like me, you've just run out of ideas after all of these years, you can actually visit our care package page on our website for some inspiration. We have this long list of lightly fun themed packages that you can send, um, including our Lada Java box, which is coffees, teas, creamer, sugar, everything your service member needs to get their day going. Uh, The bathroom in a box care package, which is full of TP, razors, soap, all sorts of personal hygiene items. And then my personal favorite is the this little piggy went to the sandbox package, which is packed with foot care items for your service member, such as foot powder, boot inserts, and clean socks to help them keep those boots smelling fresh. So themed or not, the important thing is to show your service member some love and some comforts from home. Amanda, when I'm sure you've sent your your service member care packages before, do you do the themed boxes or just like send a bunch of random stuff that you know he's going to appreciate? So I've actually done a little of both. Um, so right now, I actually need to send him one in a couple of days. Um, And it's just kind of this list of like, hey, I need these things and I can't get them. Um, Even though he's in a non-combat area living (laughs) a a great life right now. But there's just certain things he's like, oh, I forgot to bring this. Like right now, he said it's really hot. And um, he's like, I didn't really pack many shorts. And so I'm actually sending him like some items from the house. And then, um, but I did pick up 
kind of a couple of uh, the foot care items. <laughs> so oh, nice. Um, he, he's definitely getting some some socks sent his way, and then um, just to add in a little piece of home, uh, the kids. Well, mainly my daughter because my son is just scribbling, <laughs> but um, she made him. Uh, a bunch of little cards that I'm including. And um, yeah, I'm just sending him kind of some fun items. So not really themed this time, but definitely sending him a package to know that we're, um, you know, thinking about him and also giving him things that he's like, hey, I forgot this in typical true, like mm -hmm. service member fashion. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised I'm not searching for the PT belts or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, and it's super sweet that your kids got involved too. I love that. So nothing beats a good care package, but listeners, I want to uh, switch gears just a bit here and hear from some of our other members on our command team. Next up is our Empowerment Patrol Report, which is Amanda's favorite segment, followed by our weekly Moxie Minute and top stories from our News 6 correspondent. We here at Mission Mill Spouse never doubt the strength of our military spouse tribe. Here is our Director of Empowerment with this week's Empowerment Patrol Report. Hello, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. This is your Director of Empowerment, Amanda Bickneys, bringing you this week's Empowerment Patrol Report. Today, we are spotlighting our MRE team winner. And by the way, MRE stands for Motivated and Ready to Empower. A huge congratulations to our very own graphic designer, Morgan Farr. Morgan is a Texas-loving, succulent-cultivating, book nerd, and aspiring author. As an Army spouse, she has learned to lean heavily on Christ while walking this military life. Morgan and her husband have four young children and two fantastic working dogs. As a jack-of-all-trades, Morgan is always learning something new. When she isn't homeschooling her children, writing for Christian publications, or training her Dutch shepherd, Morgan can be found listening to Texas country music while lifting weights, reading, or cheering on the Texas Aggies. Morgan is best known for her structure, discipline, and organization. She uses these skills as the director of publishing for Planting Roots and in various positions within Protestant women of the chapel. You can connect with Morgan on all major social media channels using her handle at Morgan D. Far, and that's far with two R's. Morgan, we so appreciate you here, and we can't thank you enough for your service in honoring our mission and for doing your part to empower military families all across the globe. Until next time, I'm Amanda Bickney's reminding you empowered spouses empower spouses. Unlike our calendar plans, our commitment to serve military spouses is written in ink. Now continuing our 18-year legacy is Mission Mill Spouse Deputy Director of Empowerment with this week's Moxie Minute. Hey there, amazing military spouses. Welcome to your weekly dose of Moxie Minute. Today's term for Moxie is the courageous connector. Envision yourself as an explorer, boldly traversing uncharted territories of the heart and soul. The winding path of military life is your canvas and your determination paints a masterpiece of courage and audacity. It is also painting your story of hardships and friendships, love and loss, like mountains and valleys shaped along the way on this map of your military journey. As you take notes and put your thoughts down on where you are or what you have just come through, you will be able to look back at your map and see how beautiful 
it has become with all of those markings, zigzags, and stops along the way. And just maybe, you'll be able to come alongside other military spouses and share thoughts with them as well. Most maps don't show us the shortcuts, do they? But they do show us red lines, blue lines, and even dotted lines to connect the states and interstates and highways together. You do the same. You connect families, friends, and communities across the miles. Your video calls, care packages, support groups, even sending some friends off to join other friends far away, it's pure moxie. Remember, you're the glue that keeps it all together. And we are all courageous connectors. So keep doing what you're doing. All right, friends, until next time, this is Amy Fisher from your empowerment team. Stay fierce, stay fabulous, and stay full of moxie. No news is typically good news in this military life, except on the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Here is our News 6 correspondent with this week's top stories. Howdy y'all and buckle up for this week's News 6 update. TRICARE to cover more genetic testing. Good news for all TRICARE beneficiaries. TRICARE is adding more coverage for genetic testing during preconception and prenatal care. These new cover tests are cystic fibrosis, spinal muscular atrophy, fragile X syndrome, Tay-Sachs disease, hemoglobinopathies, conditions linked with Ashkenazi Jewish descent. Have you paid out of pocket for these tests in the past two years? Good news. The tests are approved retroactively back to December 27, 2021. You can contact your TRICARE regional contractor for reimbursement. Preconception and prenatal carrier screenings help identify people at risk for having children with genetic conditions that may have a high level of death or a shortened life expectancy, said LaChanda Black, a TRICARE management and program analyst, in a statement accompanying the Defense Health Agency announcement. Providing families access to these screenings can help them make decisions when planning their family. Well, these are some scary words and can be nerve-wracking tests, Families who find themselves in need of them no longer need to also stress about their wallet, and a little peace of mind goes a long way. Find out more at MilitaryTimes.com. Commissary shoppers save in September sidewalk sales. I'll say that five times fast. Does your monthly grocery bills include food and pet food, baby products, paper towels, toilet paper, trash bags, and cleaning products? Or are you a robot? Well, if you are a human being with commissary access, I have good news for you. The sidewalk sales are back and out to save you serious cash. Some commissaries held it over Labor Day weekend, but the weekends will continue until the end of the month at various locations. Our September statewide sidewalk sale events offer even greater savings on popular products for our service members and their families, said Marine Sergeant Major Michael Sosetto, Senior Enlisted Advisor to the DECA Director. These events are part of our ongoing effort to deliver the savings our patrons deserve as we strive to be their grocery provider of choice. These events typically last three or four days over a weekend during normal store hours, but are weather dependent. Whether it's items for back to school, a football tailgate, or just pantry stocking, these sales are a can't miss if you want to save more, Sosedo said. Thank you, Deca. Nothing says thank you for your service like discounted cereal in this house. To find out when your commissary sidewalk sale is, and for more information, go to commissaries.com. ID changes for civilian retirees. As of this week, military bases have stopped accepting civilian retiree identification cards. This change comes along with many others as the military moves towards a federal ID standard. 
This card was introduced in 2009, so civilian retirees could still access amenities such as MWR. Civilian retirees will likely need a Real ID compliant driver's license in addition to potentially re-registering with their local base. This change does not impact retired military veterans. A memo addressing the changes stages that presenting a Real ID compliant driver's license and standard Form 50 retirement document titled Notice of Personnel Action, civilian retirees could enroll at a base's visitor control center to facilitate future visits. The Air Force and Army Exchange have said that retirees will still be able to shop at their locations with the presentation of a Form 2574. Some bases are taking to Facebook to assure their civilian retirees that they will help them with this transition. Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam said in a social media post that DOD civilian retirees have traditionally enjoyed MWR facilities and programs, including escorting guests on the installation at the discretion of the Joint Base Commander, according to the post. We want to ensure that all DOD civilian retirees will continue to enjoy base access privileges while maintaining security measures. The DOD beats the Department of Transportation by two years when it comes to initiating Real ID change. By the end of 2025, all American citizens will need a Real ID to even fly on an airplane. While safety and security are the hallmarks of a thriving military and country, we hope that civilian retirees are able to transition smoothly and receive the benefits they have earned and enjoyed with little hiccups. Today in history, on September 11, 2001, the Twin Towers were attacked and our lives were never the same. I think we all know the history, the timeline. It makes up who we are. So instead, I will share something I wrote about me and my fellow millennials who grew up in the aftermath and now live this military lifestyle. I wrote this a few years before we left Afghanistan, but the tone still rings true. I think my peers and I, us millennials, are really the 9-11 generation. To most of us, this was the most formative moment of our entire childhood. Too young to understand the immense hatred that was brought to our doorstep that morning. And yet we've spent the rest of our lives picking up the pieces. Old enough to remember it. Old enough to understand what complete terror looks like. Old enough to remember looking up at our teachers, parents, and other grown-ups we depended on for everything and see that we weren't going to find any reassurance from them that day. That they couldn't say everything was okay because it wasn't. Our childhoods immediately divided in half, before 9-11 and after. Children that day came home to find out that they no longer had mothers or fathers or sisters or brothers or aunts or uncles. Thousands more said goodbye to these parents and siblings and relatives and the world of peace they grew up in as we watched them get on planes to fight in places we never even heard of. We spent the next decade in an intense level of patriotism where Toby Keith sang about the hellfire we'll bring and a yellow ribbon magnet was on almost every car. Each school wrote letters to soldiers and police and firemen ate for free on Thursday nights from 6 to 9 at the local diner. A decade of an intense love for our nation and the people in it. And then we grew up. The ones that were older grew tired. The bright, shiny toy of patriotism lost its shine. Our younger siblings no longer have any recollection of the event that formed us into the people we became but we remember. How can we not? It is now our generation that stands ready at the door. It is now our generation that gets on those planes, kisses their loved ones goodbye, and gets sent to the same place our parents lived and fought and died. It is now our generation that runs into burning buildings and gunfire. Just because terrorism has changed its name and changed its face doesn't mean it's not the same ugly hatred we saw on our TVs all those years ago. We see the hatred overseas, and now our generation is finding it. We see the hatred in a school gunman, and now our generation is fighting it. 
We see the hatred in our politics, and I pray to God our generation starts fighting it together. But more than anything, I hope we always remember. How can we not? We're the 9-11 generation. We're the ones that grew up in the aftermath. Thank you to the ones who grew up in the war, saw the devastating outcomes, and answered the call anyway. Thank you to the ones who saw respect and love for first responders, saw it stop as they grow older, and joined anyway. Thank you to those who saw hate incarnate from their classroom all those years ago and fight hate anyway. We are the 9-11 generation, and we will not forget. This is Emma Tai with New Six, where information empowers. It's true, listeners. No news is good news in military life, except for when it's coming from our Mission Mill Spouse News 6 correspondent. Thanks to Emma for always keeping us in the need-to-know news loop. Also, thank you to our Empowerment Branch members, Amanda, Amy, and Katie, for encouraging our Mill Spouse hearts on this challenging yet adventure-filled journey. Let's take a quick break, then stay tuned for today's main event, Sharita's interview with Christine Heinrichs. We'll be right back. Here at Mission Mill Spouse, military spouses are our primary focus. We have more than 2,600 blogs with topics, including PCS, parenting, career guidance, humor, deployment, and more. Whether you're dating a service member, have just said, I do as a new spouse, or are a seasoned spouse with a whole collection of PCS stickers on your furniture, we have something for you. But hey, don't just take our word for it. I'm Lindsay, and when my husband joined the military, I was completely lost when it came to assimilating to military life and culture. This organization made me feel like I had support, a new community I could lean on, and equipped me with invaluable information about military spouse life. Tap into all of our empowering resources at missionmillspouse.org or follow us across all social media platforms at Mission Millspouse. Welcome Mission Mill Spouse podcast listeners. I'm Dr. Shreda Knobloch, your executive director here at Mission Mill Spouse, and I'm so excited to be bringing you today's episode full of information to empower and enlighten you. Our guest for this week is Christine Heinrichs, host of the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show, a podcast that empowers military spouses to get unstuck and craft a life with purpose. Christine is a seasoned military spouse, marketing and mindset coach, mom of three, and coffee connoisseur. She was named the Armed Forces Insurance 2023 Joint Base Pearl Harbor Hickam Spouse of the Year. She's a certified Air Force Resilience Training Assistant, key key spouse mentor, and is passionate about helping military spouses trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. Solidarity to Christine and welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we've talked a little bit about your mill spouse journey just very briefly in your intro, but tell us more about your experience and story as a military spouse. So this is a funny story because I had two things that would disqualify anybody from being a potential husband, and that was that he not be tall and that he not be in the military. And my husband is both of those things. Um, And so when we met, I was like, uh, we can be friends. And uh, six months later, I finally agreed to go on a date with him. And the rest, as they say, is history. So I was very intent on making sure that nothing stood in the way of me being able to design my own life, um, follow my career path. And that definitely got turned on its head. Our very first PCS 
my worst nightmare came true because we got stationed in the middle of nowhere with no job opportunities mm. for me. And that is what really forced me to say, okay, what is going on? How do I navigate this life? Mm-hmm. And I have to figure out how to make this work for me. Yeah. New plan. Be like I had ideas and plans and visions and now it's like we're pivoting before pivoting was cool, I guess. So I, I identify with that a little bit of like, how is this going to work? But I don't know. I really love this guy. So let's get after it. Let's do it. Right. So with that in mind, station in the middle of nowhere, ideas for new no plan plans. How did the Mill Spouse Mastermind show come to be? What actually happened is we are in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, I've got to figure out something to do because I cannot just sit here. Mm -hmm. And long story short, I end up opening a coffee shop because there is no coffee shop in the town. And I run that coffee shop. I fall in love with entrepreneurship. But then we PCS again. And um, the week that we find out that we have short notice orders to PCS, I also find out that I'm pregnant. And over the next four years, I will live in four houses and give birth to three babies. And all of a sudden, all of that time that I had to figure out like, hey, I can find purpose. I can find ways to make this life work for me is really hard to do when you have three young children Mm -hmm. who are living in a place where it's even hard to have that community because we were moving so often. Mm -hmm. And I really got to that place again where I felt completely stuck and lost. And I didn't know who I was anymore. Um, And all I knew was that I wasn't thriving and something needed to change. So I go on this long journey of figuring out, okay, we are in this military lifestyle. So how do I make this work for me in this season? We have littles at home. And I just started kind of blogging about my journey and saying, okay, Mm -hmm. like, this is what I'm figuring out. This is what I'm learning. And over time, I was like, you know what? Nobody sits down and reads blogs anymore. I'm going to start a podcast. So again, we were in the middle of another PCS. uh, But so it took me a while to get it launched. But I finally was able to launch a podcast. And so ever since then, I've been airing weekly episodes about how we actually thrive in this life as military spouses. It's so cool that you are a resilience training assistant because that just your own experience shows so much of your own resilience. And I know a lot of listeners out there, first of all, are like, I've talked with so many spouses. They're like, my dream is to like own a coffee shop. And I was like, that would be so cool. Lots of work, but so cool. That's really neat how you got your start there. And then it just, as you say, escalated quickly. And in your bio, we mentioned that you really seek to help spouses look at that isolation, changing it for a life of impact, because that's the path that you've done. And you fe- you talk about feeling lost as a male spouse. So what was like that big aha moment for you that really clicked in your journey? Yeah. And it's funny because we say aha moment and it was really more of a process because nothing (laughs) happens overnight, (laughs) but I'm going on this journey to find myself again and figure out who I am. How do I thrive? How do I find purpose in this mill spouse life? Um, And so I think one of the biggest aha moments for me was when 
I was so focused on what I was supposed to be doing with my life mm. and, and trying to figure out, okay, like how do I find a job or how do I find the thing that's going to give me that purpose? And when I was able to shift that question and ask a different question, it really opened my eyes to such a bigger picture of the world. And it was that shift from what should I be doing to who do I want to be and how do I want to show up in the world? Mm-hmm. Because there's there's so much that we don't get to control about mm-hmm. our life. But what is within our control is how we show up and how we live. And when we start to look at everything from that lens, there's so many more doors that open up and so much growth that is possible and so much joy that is able to Mm. come out of looking at life from the lens of who do I want to be and how do I want to show up in the world? Yes. Preach. Oh, I love that. I love, I love that shift. Again, I feel like I definitely identify with that. A lot of our listeners probably do too. Thinking about because there's a lot of perceptions or conceptions about the mill spouse life of, again, what you say we, quote, should be doing. And that can feel really heavy because it doesn't give us the freedom to, like, branch out of the mold or the cookie cutter or fit into the box that should be happening because all of us bring so much uniqueness to the table. You know, we have a command team here at Mission Mill Spouse and we all are, of course, individuals. And some people, social media is their jam. And I'm like, I love that for you. You do social media things. And some folks are like, please do not put me on the air during a podcast. And I was like, I'll talk to people all day long. You're going to have to shut me up. So thinking about that shift and also how it's a process, because I think this world also always looks for like a switch. Like, what's the answer? We just have to find the hidden treasure. But it's more of like, well, how did this make me feel? What does this look like in my life? And again, what you said, how do we want to show up? Who are we called to be in this male spouse life? So thinking about those mis- misconceptions, what would you say is one misconception that military spouses often have about finding that fulfillment, that joy, that purpose? Yeah, I definitely think it's having that one thing that if I just find that perfect job, or if we just get to that one TV mm-hmm. station, or <laughs> if I'm just able to get pregnant, right? If I just have the right number of kids, whatever that thing is, we think if it's that one thing, that's what's going to make us feel fulfilled. And this is especially hard in the season of life that we find ourselves in as military spouses and in the culture that we live in. There's so much pressure to feel like you have a job, that you have a way Mm. you're doing something that earns money. And that is something that is easy to weigh on us. And so we think if only I get that thing, right, Mm -hmm. then then I will be able to feel that sense of purpose and fulfillment. And I'm so grateful that things have evolved over the last several years. You know, when I first moved to that duty station in the middle of nowhere and everybody the advice I got was, well, you just need to go back to school so you can become a teacher or a nurse. And to your point, you know, like some of us are very gifted as Uh teachers. Some of us, you know, are meant to be a nurse. Some of us are meant to post on social media. Some of us want to talk to people and some of us don't want to talk to anybody. We (laughs) all have these gifts and we try to fit into these specific boxes. And we have all the pressure that we think is the answer and it's not. 
it's, it's none of that stuff in and of itself is going to give us that fulfillment. And over time, as I have unpacked this idea more and more, I, I've realized that there's really these three fundamental needs that we all have. And if one of those needs is missing, then we're not going to feel fulfilled regardless mm. of where we are. And, and those three things are our ability to care for ourselves, our ability to connect in healthy relationships, and our ability to have a sense of purpose. And, and we can unpack those ideas a little bit more, but what I have truly experienced as I have studied this more and more is that we all, we think we want to be happy, but what's underneath that is that we want to live a meaningful life. Mm -hmm. and, and really that's where the more that I've talked to people and the mm -hmm. more that I've done this and, and that's really how our podcast has evolved to be a place where we talk about how we actually live lives with more meaning and less overwhelm as a military spouse. Oh, I just, I almost don't even want to say anything because I want that to sink in. Like I got goosebumps with those three things of like, that's really good, like super good. And then kind of pulling that thread behind like what what is the happiness again look like for us as individuals as spouses and also checking in with our seasons of life because what was what was happiness and joy and fulfillment when we were brand new spouses may not be the same when we're seasoned spouses or when now there's kids in the picture or when our service members transitioning out or fill in the blank it's, it's an ebb and a flow. And it's not, again, what you said, Christine, it's not that one size fit all check the box and okay, we've arrived. It's ever evolving and, yeah, and it, ever changing. And that, that purpose is going to look different in mm -hmm. each season of life. And there are so many different ways to find that sense of purpose. The, the core is that we feel like we have something, we have mm -hmm. something that is bigger than ourselves that we are contributing to. Oh man. I feel I'm already inspired. And it's only like question four. Be like, all right, we're done with this conversation. I got stuff to do, guys. This is awesome. Let's go. All right. So you mentioned the three things that military spouses kind of need for finding that fulfillment. And if one of those is missing, like something needs to be adjusted or, or addressed. But there's also four key areas where military spouses get stuck on that journey. What you mentioned, the process to living with more meaning and less overwhelm. Talk to us about that. Yeah, the, this process is such a big journey. And it's funny because we're all at different places on this journey. But there are four areas that we get stuck and and it's less of a linear path. I, I find it mm -hmm. <laughs> looking at it more in terms of a circle, because just as as yep. soon as you think that you've like figured out the one thing, it's like, OK, it's that other piece that you're now struggling <laughs> with. But the, the four key areas where I see people get stuck most often is number one with your mindset, because it is so easy to get overwhelmed with all the things that are going on and to start to get stuck in those feelings to to feel resentful or mm. focusing on what's going wrong with our situation. And I mean, I totally get it. You know, military life is sometimes not easy. It's hard. But, yeah. But we've got to be able to pull ourselves back and really work on that mindset component to be able to focus on what is actually true, what is possible for us. And, and a lot of these 
mindfulness and resilience pieces, those come into play right here because it's really all about our mindset and being able to shift our focus to what matters. But then the second piece where we get stuck is in the clarity piece because it's very easy to get confused, to feel lost, to not really know what it is that truly lights us up. We're constantly reinventing ourselves, right? We, we move to a new duty station. We're trying to make friends. We're trying to do all these things and we're constantly evolving and shifting based on you know where we are and the ages of our kids. And sometimes mm-hmm. we lose touch with what it is that truly lights us up and what matters most to us and to our families. And so it's really this discovery process that we need to understand and reconnect with who we are and who God made us to be, the unique qualities mm. that make us us. Yes. And so, so we get lost in that and then we're not sure what to do and <laughs> how to move forward because we don't have that clarity. But then... We get to this piece where like, okay, I understand who I am. I'm I'm willing to move forward despite all of the obstacles in my way. But then how do I go about pursuing my purpose? What does my purpose look like in this season? And how do I actually pursue it? So we can get stuck in the, okay, how do I live out of my purpose in this season? And then the fourth piece is really just this intentional living component, because it's not just about what we do. It's about our life as a whole and really structuring our days and our weeks and our months so that we're able to live with intention and to be Mm -hmm. able to thrive in the midst of military life. And so it's being able to look at our life holistically and not just saying, hey, I'm trying to pursue this goal, like, let me go after this goal, but looking at our life as a whole Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, how do I do that in the midst of life? So that I'm still showing up for myself, that I'm showing up for my spouse, that I'm showing up for my kids. If I have kids, um, that I'm able to still have healthy relationships around me. I was just texting someone literally like a couple hours before this conversation about the power of that holistic viewpoint of looking at the whole picture, not in an overwhelmed kind of way, but definitely in a, how does this all kind of work together? Because I think we're very much a vacuum kind of people of like, again, we see the one thing we have to have it. Let's flip the switch versus like, well, this is what my service member is doing. This is how it impacts my kids. And here's where I do find joy. This Thursday frozen yogurt runs with my kids lights me up. Is that advancing my career? No way, but it is sure like helping my heart to be a more engaged mom and a less cranky, you know, male spouse, because that's how I started my journey was my mindset was not great. I was, I was cranky all the time and like, why are they doing this? This doesn't make any sense. And while now I can still say, why are they doing this? This doesn't make any sense. That resilience mindset game changer is just so huge in this entire process because again it's ever evolving oh christine you are such a wealth of knowledge and so much fun to chat with to listen to and to just glean experience from like i can see why you started a podcast because i was like man i just want to listen to her just like a little little pep talk on your phone already so thank you so much for sharing about your journey so far and how mill spouse mastermind show came to fruition 
Listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Christine and her Mill Spouse Mastermind podcast, find her on the web at millspousemastermind.com or through social media at their handle at Mill Spouse Mastermind, spelled just like it sounds. Stay tuned for the rest of our interview with Christine, host of Mill Spouse Mastermind podcast, to learn more about how to get unstuck and craft a life with purpose. Our mission is to globally empower military spouses with resources and support to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Whether you are an individual, a Fortune 500 company, or somewhere in between, join us on our mission. Make your tax-deductible contribution at missionmillspouse.org, or if you're a business interested in sharing your product or services with our more than 100,000 followers, email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Military spouses around the world, thank you for your support. Welcome back, listeners. We are continuing our conversation with Christine Heinrichs from the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. Let's jump back into the conversation. All right, Christine, where do you suggest military spouses begin to ultimately find fulfillment? in their call as a military spouse? I really think the best place to start. Now, if you're struggling with your mindset and you were just kind of stuck in that, you've got to get out of that stuck feeling in order to move forward. But I really think where most people benefit is from starting with this clarity piece and really going on this journey of self-discovery. Because like you pointed out, if you don't even know what it is that brings you joy, it's really hard to infuse that in your day. And for me in this season, Mm -hmm. I, I currently live in Hawaii. And so the thing that I've realized that I need to do more of It's just lying on the hammock in my backyard for five minutes. And on the days that I do that for five minutes, it just transforms my day. It is the perfect reset for me. Like before I'm like, okay, we got to get dinner on the table. We got to get the house clean. We got to get all this stuff done. If I can take five minutes to just go lie on that hammock, it does so much. And so what happens is so many of us don't know what those things are. We don't know who we are at our core, and we don't know what it is that really Mm. is going to fuel us and fill us with life. And so I think the best place to start is just by starting to get clear on who you are and what's important to you um, so that you can set your own priorities instead of just going with all of the priorities that everyone else wants to put Mm. on you. Because as military spouses, there are so many opportunities. Mm. You know, the, the school wants you to volunteer and your spouse's unit may want you to volunteer. And like, you can start to get pulled in so many directions so easily. And so we have to start with ourselves and understanding what we need and how we can show up best. And that's what's ultimately going to lead us to finding that sense of fulfillment in our life as a military spouse. It's really that taking that time for self-discovery. There's so much power in paying attention. And I feel like paying attention is such an underrated experience in the world because we're always on the move. We're doing the things with the stuff and we're distracted and we're scrolling. And again, absolutely nothing wrong with any of those things. But again, checking in with ourselves to be like that moment 
was awesome. I felt super alive or that was a lot of joy or I'm not feeling that. And why is this something I want to continue? And so what you just said, Christine, like that journey of self-discovery, paying attention to ourselves, our feelings, our body, our, our mind, our soul, our spirit, all those holistic pieces to say like, what am I called to in this season? Where, where does that light me up? And it gets you unstuck. And then that lighting up is like begets more lighting up. Like it gives us energy instead of like depleting us. And so exactly. Man, yeah. That, I, that awareness piece is so important. It's an underrated skill. And it's honestly, I'm preaching to the choir here because it's something I literally have just truly discovered in the last year. And I was like, oh boy, this is a game changer. Where has this been all my life? No one, no one taught me how to do this. Cause when you talk about mindfulness, my first thought is like, you want me to think more? Like I got the market cornered on that. And it's like, no, it doesn't mean overthink everything. It means pay attention and, and check it. So anyways, I'm getting, ugh, I'm, I'm joining you in the pep talk. It's just so exciting to me. So I love it. Uh, of all of all of your epic wisdom and experience, what would you say is the number one thing? Number one, you want military spouses listening today to take away from our conversation. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I want every military spouse to know and and what I wish I would have really understood early on in my journey is that it is absolutely possible to live a deeply fulfilling life right where you are today. And that it doesn't Mm. depend on all of these external things that we think we have to have to give us the life we want. It is absolutely possible to love your life, to love my life where we are today. Mm -hmm. You have everything you need. And if you will take the time to just gain that awareness to, to start to invest in yourself and that discovery process, it is absolutely possible. I agree. I have no comment. I don't want to add anything to that because it's so mic drop worthy. That is, that is, if we were still tweeting, I don't know, are we still tweeting? That would be a tweet. Maybe it's a on something X. else. On, yeah. I don't, again, that's my social media person's thing. That's, that's yeah. not a, it's not a me problem. I don't know. Anyways, very powerful soundbite right there, Christine. Thank you for that. So let's talk about the Mill Spouse Mastermind show, the podcast. What is your hope for that component of your journey? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about where we're headed because when I started the show, And I had this idea of like, I want to start a podcast for military spouses. And I really didn't want to just be a place where you go to get resources on, okay, what's the checklist for when we PCS or, you know, how do I go about getting military discounts Mm -hmm. places? Because I feel like there are so many great resources out there and not to discount any of those resources because they are absolutely valuable and important. But I wanted to take a different approach. Mm. And I wanted to it to be really the personal development podcast for military spouses, because I want people to speak into you, the military spouse, to know that you are so valuable, that you have so much to offer the world. And so as we go on this journey over the podcast and what it's go- evolving into, I want to create more and more resources to help military spouses to thrive, to build those resilient skills and to grow through challenges. Because I truly believe that military spouses can change the world. Yes. Agreed. They're my favorite demographic ever, ever. 
even though I'm extremely highly biased, I totally agree I with too. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that bias. I embrace it. I'm, I'm self-discovering that bias and leaning into it. So, um, well, Christine, I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. I'm just, I'm smiling so big. I think my face hurts at this point in a good way. So as we get ready to wrap up our conversation, could you do us a favor and remind our listeners where they can go to find more information about your mission to support military spouses? Awesome. I would love to. Obviously, the number one place I recommend everybody go is just to your favorite podcast player. Mill Spouse Mastermind is in there. Um, you can also visit us online at our website, millspousemastermind.com. And we also have a free Facebook community where we will add some additional topics, where we will dig into the topics we talk about in the show a little bit deeper. And that's available by going to millspousemastermind.com slash community. Oh, wonderful. So again, folks, millspousemastermind.com at millspousemastermind, social media, check it out, subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. And while you're at it, you're already subscribed to Mission Mill Spouse. So leave some reviews for both of our jams. We would super appreciate that. Um, well, I'm going to deviate from the script just a titch because I want to know you're a coffee connoisseur. What is your go-to coffee drink? So... Um, having run a coffee shop for a couple of years and now having roasted my own coffee beans for Ooh. a couple of years, um, it's just really hard to beat a cup of good coffee that is freshly roasted and freshly mm. ground. So that is always going to be my go-to on an everyday basis. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really hard to beat. If I, if I want to get fancy, I love a great cappuccino, um, but I really love it when the flavors of the coffee bean shine. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, sometimes I like to mix it up, um, have a good lavender latte, or Ooh. I do in the fall, enjoy a good pumpkin spice every now and then. Well, good news is pumpkin spice season. So that's, that's all the rage. I, I'm right there with you as far as like just a good cup of black coffee to be like, it's going to be okay. Everybody, <laughs> everything's fine. But again, I always love doing barista's choice and giving mm. them just kind of some like guidelines. Look, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, not too much caffeine. I don't need a ton of sugar and seeing what happens. And it's so fun to see their response because there's two kinds of people, really. There's ones that are like, oh, I'm so excited. And other ones are like, I'm so scared. And I was like, you're going to do fine. Just have fun with it. And I don't know. That's a, that's a conversation for another time. But, yeah. I, that, but again, one of my uh, favorite things is just because of this military life and because we live in so many places, I get to experience so many different Mm. coffee shops and every time I go somewhere new I'm like okay I have to find the local coffee yeah shop, figure out like where the good places are to go and I love it and then figure out what their jam is and be like yep. I want to try whatever your signature drink is yep and and add it to my repertoire be like wow that's a really good cup of coffee so all right sorry off script but I was like I have to know coffee connoisseur come on um, the fuel of military spouses everywhere yep. all right Christine, as we wrap up our conversation, the one question we ask all of our guests is this, and I always really enjoy hearing the responses. What is one piece of advice you would give our listeners to navigate this military life with respect to your area of expertise? I love this question uh, because the longer 
that I've been a military spouse, the more that I just come to recognize and appreciate that life happens in seasons and that Mm. whatever season that you're in is not going to last forever. You know, it it can feel all-encompassing. It can feel overwhelming. If you're in a PCS that feels like this is taking me a year to get through this PCS, (laughs) or, you know, you're in that struggle of life with littles, or you're in a season where you're just feeling the weight of the loneliness, or your spouse is deployed. There are so many things, but it's seasonal, and it doesn't last forever. And so to be able to understand and recognize that it's not going to last forever and that you will get through this. You can grow through this. You can get stronger and that there will be a new season and there will be a fresh breath of air on the other side. So just to be able to use that as fuel and Mm -hmm. as a reminder when you are in the middle of that. I mean, I've had to use that for myself plenty of times when I'm like in the middle of PCS and everything is going wrong. And I'm like, okay, just remember, this isn't going to last forever. But mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's one of the big pieces that uh, it took me a while to recognize and understand. Yeah, because when you're in it, you can't see the other side. You're like, I'm drowning. This is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. I'm so overwhelmed. But be like, okay, I'm just going to show up today. Like, just, just show up for the male spouse life, for the relationship, as a parent, like, as a whatever you're struggling with. Just keep showing up. One foot in front of the other. Yep. And they're not going to be huge steps and we're not sprinting like that's I coach a lot of my students on the same thing. I was like, look, just keep showing up like there's no part of the dissertation process that is a sprint ever. Don't let anyone lie to you. It's a long and same (laughs) thing with the mill spouse. I feel like there's not a lot of sprints. It's like, okay, we're dealing with Wednesday and then we'll deal with Thursday and then we'll do it all over again. So wonderful advice, Christine. Again, you are such an empowering individual and I'm so pumped up. Like, I feel like whatever's waiting for me after this conversation, the emails or the meetings or the whatever, the dishes, I'm just like, it's all good. Like, I'm just going to see what lights me up, the joy and the spark there. So it's just been so amazing having you on our show today. Thank you so much for sharing about your journey and your show. Again, Mill Spouse Mastermind podcast, everybody go look it up. And as always, we thank you very much for serving our community and doing what you can do to make sure that all military spouses have a spot at the table. Thanks again to today's show guest, Christine Heinrichs. We wish her all the best as she moves and grows and weathers those seasons with her audience in her Mill Spouse Mastermind show and the podcast. Now, let's swing it back over to our hosts and get their reflections on today's conversation. A big Mill Spouse thank you to Christine Heinrichs for sharing her empowering resources with us this week. Again, if you want to connect with Christine, you can find her online via her website, millspousemastermind.com, and her Instagram account at millspousemastermind. Sarah, what were some of your key takeaways from this interview? Gosh, uh, I don't know where to start on this one, and I'm actually going to cut myself short because I feel like 
this episode was made for you. Um, and so I'm going to keep my my little spiel <laughs> short, but I did enjoy every minute of Sharita and Christine's chat. Um, and I have all of these little nuggets of inspiration and thought that I'm just going to kind of tuck in my back pocket and keep for a rainy day. I guess to start, I really identify with the that struggle to find your purpose and your passion as a mill spouse and those feelings of kind of losing yourself or having to invent reinvent yourself over and over again, depending on your season. Um, I feel like mill spouses wear just so many different hats on any given day and we are pulled in so many different directions uh, that I really think most of our audience was probably nodding along uh, with what Christine had to say. There was so much jam-packed into this interview. Like, I feel like I could talk about it all day. You know, just the idea of more meaning and less overwhelm, which I also really identify with. Um, you know, I feel like I am making a conscious effort this school year to really purposefully choose what we say yes to in order to keep ourselves from being overwhelmed and to leave more space for, you know, the things that have meaning like family time and rest days and, and stuff like that. So Amanda, why don't you share your thoughts on this as well? I know this has been a hard season for you. Let me know um, what you got out of this one. Oh, yes. So much. Um, Wow. Right off the bat, I related to Christine with like having that initial resistance to um, military life. It was kind of the same with uh, both me and my husband. Um, and yeah, now the rest is history. But all um, that she shared about how she was like figuring out and like navigating all the unknowns. I was like, yes, I was definitely nodding along the entire time. Yes. Um, and something that really stood out to me um, was when she was sharing about when she had asked, like, oh, what what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Um, and then she discussed that, like, empowering mindset shift of uh, changing it from what should I be doing to, like, who do I want to be and how do I want to show up in the world? Mm -hmm. And I just, I really needed to hear that. I think I'm experiencing like my second identity crisis. <laughs> um, uh, and so hearing, you know, just her inspiring words about how to kind of view things just so much differently, especially when you are stuck in the rut. Um, I know right now, I almost feel like, you know, oh, what's next? I am definitely just filled with so many negative thoughts right now. Um, it feels like, okay, everything's falling apart. So like, you know, there's nothing great going on, um, despite how positive I am trying to be. And so I just love how she really shared about, um, you know, like you said, too, finding your purpose in this season. Um, mm -hmm. Because right now in this season of my life, I'm like, oh, everything is so awful. <laughs> um, and so just kind of, I need to flip that mindset um, and really get into that like discovery process. Um, oh, just everything that she shared was like, oh, wow, this is so relatable. Um, and I really just needed to hear it. Um, all of it. And I will definitely be listening to her podcast, Mill Spouse Mastermind. Like, yes, same. <laughs> same. If I could just get a little bit of that positive energy in my life once a week, like I would be good to go. Yes, I needed that. Um, and so I'm so excited to um, keep listening in. Um, I know she had even said it's basically like um, a personal development and mindset podcast. So mm -hmm. 
Um, and I think that's really what I, what I need right now. I don't know, um, listeners, if you're going through like a really tough time, like I am, um, sometimes we just really need to hear, um, how we can switch our mindset because our mind controls so much of how we're feeling, our emotions, everything. And so hearing that today was just what I needed. And hopefully it was something, you know, some of our listeners needed as well. Yes, that is that is very empowering. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Well, military spouses, that about does it for us for another episode of our podcast. It's a wonderful experience to be able to bring you this content week after week, and we invite you into our ever-expanding tribe. We love doing this so much that we now produce two podcasts per week. In addition to our full-length Monday podcasts, you can check out our mini-casts, which drop each Thursday, where our team members share their personal military spouse experiences and favorite resources that they've used on their journey. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on our website, missionmillspouse.org, or on the podcast app of your choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. On our next full-length episode, we will be chatting with Ashley Coles and Danielle Stinson. And finally, if you want to connect with us here at Mission Mill Spouse beyond the podcast, subscribe to our newsletter, The Sit Rep, and that situation report for anyone new to our Mill Spouse neighborhood. We send the sit rep twice per month, showcasing our top blog posts, upcoming podcast information, exclusive giveaways, and more. To sign up, simply visit missionmillspouse.org. Listeners, it's truly an honor to be part of your Millspouse squad. We're here for you no matter what this military life might be throwing your way. We want to thank you for tuning in to this edition of our podcast. No matter what you're facing, we want you to remember that we've been there and you are not alone. We have got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep, And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.